you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of crap beer, we can do this. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of crap beer, we can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 34 of Beer and Other Shh, the podcast. And today we are here at uh, Gloomberg in Montreal, Oshelaga, and I have Julian Pouliot from uh, Brewster Club. Brother? How's it going, man? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. So, uh, man, we've got a lot to talk about today. We do. Where so, to start with? Yeah, where to start. So, you know what? First and foremost, we're at Gloomberg. Uh, you know what? Do you want to give the... Um, the real 30 second elevator pitch to what Brewster Club is, and then we'll get into the details. Sure. The so, uh, Brewster Club is a, a three branch company. Okay. Um, the main branch is the uh, the Beer of the Month Club. Right. So, whatever you want to call it, uh, tasting pack, uh, it's basically beer to your doorstep. Okay. Uh, the second branch is the retail store. Right. So, we run a retail store out of Plattsburgh, New York, upstate okay. New York. Uh, and the third branch is the online marketplace. Okay. So where you can, it's a place where you can actually repurchase all the products that you had uh, uh, in your uh, monthly beer case. Right. So that's that's what Brewster Club is in 30 seconds. Amazing. So we're going to get into all the individual details. Uh, since this is a beer podcast, we are obligated to drink a beer. Uh, you do not have to do that today. The uh, medication uh, will tell you otherwise. Off but the you beer. Have one there. You have that on there. I'm gonna crack this uh, Glutenberg Pale Ale, American Pale Ale. I assume you've uh, had Glutenberg stuff. I did actually. They sponsored a couple of our events, Amazing. so I did already have the red beer. How do you feel about uh, it? It's pretty good. I mean, you can all barely tell that it's a gluten-free beer. That's what I like about uh, it. So that's that's great. That's yeah. the main difference between Glutenberg and all the other uh, like the gluten-free, gluten-free beers. beers. Yeah. Right. I definitely feel that they're by far the best one, and from what I understand, they're the most awarded. Like, yeah. Well, they, they don't take the gluten out of the beer. They just brew it without gluten. So totally. that's the yeah. big difference. And this is actually a full gluten-free facility as well from uh, when I did a, did a tour of this place. Um, why, why are we here today? Like, what is your relationship with them? So they've sponsored your events? Yeah, they sponsored a couple of our events. Uh, they're friends of my partners. Okay. Uh, so we asked them if we could uh, do the podcast here. It's a great spot. Uh, so our relationship with them is uh, we are in talks right now to maybe uh, start distributing their product online Amazing. Uh, in the United States. Uh, they're already uh, feature, uh, distributed in the States uh, retail, so bars that, yeah. uh, and, and retail stores, stores right? yeah. in the state of New York. Uh, and I saw them in uh, Vermont too. Uh, I think they're in Vermont. They were at the beverage warehouse place. I, I tripped out. I had no idea they were out there. They, they might be a couple of other states. Uh, Very cool. Uh, since we're in uh, uh, located in the New York State, um, we're trying to uh, take them uh, a step further and 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 of their sales online right. in the rest of the country. Fantastic! Uh, along with all the other things that we do. Amazing. So, what would probably be pertinent? Let's start with the first aspect of the business, which is a mail order beer club. So, when you reached out to me. Um, to tell me about this, I didn't realize how deep your story went, and the more I looked into it, the more I was intrigued by like, I don't know, like the work you guys did to, to make this happen because it's a lot of stuff as we'll, we'll get into, man. Yeah. So much respect on, on what you guys have done. And Appreciate it. You guys will see that shortly. So uh, we've been, uh, I've, I've definitely seen 
a lot more um, of this type of business pop up recently. Um, have you noticed that? Like, do you feel like it's a bit of a, a not? I was gonna say like a crowded market, not quite. But are you seeing that there's a lot of competition in in this well, mail order? In, in the mail order, yeah. Uh, in the beer mail order, there's. I would say that the competition is there, but it's been there for a while. Right. So it, there's nothing new in the market uh, right now. Right. So most of our competition uh, is is issued from from the old catalog. Uh, uh, business, right, right. So there, there are businesses that have been there for twenty years that really haven't changed their their business model, their approach. Uh, so I think that's what we bring to the market. Right, right. Uh, we bring uh, uh, nice packaging. Uh, we bring a good customer experience, and most of all, uh, good beer. Perfect. So this is key. Yeah. So we don't just go around and and take uh, the first uh, comers. Right. So the way it works is that we. We plan ahead. We go on a road trip. We decide we're going to go, uh, let's say, in the Midwest, and we choose two or three breweries. And instead of, of planning out the whole trip, we go to one brewery, two breweries, and they refer us to other breweries. Right. So that's how it works usually, because who knows beers better than the breweries really? themselves. So instead of planning out a trip and 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 trying to find on Google what breweries are. Uh, we go from referrals to referrals, right? And that's how it works. Okay. Uh, and usually, it's 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 uh, it's the best way to go because when you get referrals, it's easier to approach the, the brewers. Uh, I know that that beer clubs uh, have had a bad rep recently. Okay. Why is that? Uh, because of the quality of the products that you receive from from other companies. Right. So like uh, old or something? Or? Yeah. The 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 the, the effort in in. Uh, uh, choosing the beers and the variety of beers that you get in your uh, in your in your monthly bucks uh, is not very uh, it's not very deep. It's not it's not as good as you would expect it to be. Right. Because uh, you want something, you're expecting something that you can't normally. Exactly. I mean, right? that's the whole point: is to get beers that you don't have access to. Right. Uh, so when you get uh, a box of beer and you have you have four different beers in your month. Right. Uh, it's it's a bit deceiving. What we do is we have four different breweries per month right. and ten different products. Right. So you get to taste a lot more products uh, uh, from a lot more breweries. I, n I noticed as well, none of them, there's not two of each. There's two it, beers from each exactly. brewery and they're both different. I really like that. So yeah, really so depending like if it's a 16 ounce or a 12 ounce, you get uh, either two different beers or three different beers if it's 12 ounces cans. Right. Um, so you really get to get, I mean, you really get to taste the brewery, not just the beer. Right. So, because you can't really judge a brewery by one beer. Of course not. Uh, and then as well, you mentioned, which I didn't know, that you have the option to, to say, if I try one, and I'm like, oh man, this is, I want this again. You have that option to get that one beer via your online store. Exactly. So that's, 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 that's the other, that's the, the third that. branch of the, of, of the Brewster Club. So it's the, the online retail. Uh, Side of it. Yeah. So you can okay. actually, uh, if you, like one of the beers and you want to re reorder them, uh, you can actually reorder 12 of them right. and, and get a 12 pack of the same, uh, the same beer you liked. Amazing. Uh, for about the same price that you would get them uh, at the, the States, store. Right? Uh, Fantastic. Because one of, one, of uh, one of the big difference between um, uh, us and other uh, Beer of the Monk clubs, uh, I would assume it's the, uh, the type of license that we have. Okay. So we operate under 
what's called uh, whole, uh, uh, C license. So okay. it's a beverage, uh, beverage license issued by the state of New York. Uh, it's a license that uh, gives us the, the wholesale and the retail privilege. Right. So that way we have full control over the product. Right. So when we, or when we make an order for, let's say, a pallet of uh, a sour beer, mm -hmm. Uh, we know that that beer was brewed last week. It was put on the pallet, and we control the shipping, so it's shipped to us. It's not for sitting on yeah. for the store, for and and for the the, the beer club. Right. So we we know that it's not a beer that was sitting on a shelf for six months at a at a distributor's. Right. Uh, and that we're buying that, and it's it's not the freshest product that we can send to the client. That's, that's awesome. That's the whole point. And that's there's good, there's two weeks between. The time the beer was brewed and the time you get the beer delivered to your doorstep. Right, so it's crisp, fresh. It's crisp, pre uh, crisp, fresh. That's that's what we. That's our. That's our. That's our main thing. Amazing. That's what we. That's what we. Uh, what you're uh, really trying to bring to the exactly, that, and that's the differentiator. Okay, I want to take a quick step back. Yep. So you're clearly from Quebec. Yep. Um, why are you? So this whole and to make it clear, this is actually just an American-based service for now. That's right. It's an American-based, so like it's... Like the online store, the retail store, and the Brewster Club is only available in the United States. In the United not, States. Not well, the retail store is available mm. for whoever wants to bring back. Yeah, as long as you're there in person. Of yeah. Course, of course. So we're situated on, on the side of the Highway 80, uh, 87. Right. Going on, uh, up and down from New York City. On the north, on going towards Canada, going north? Going towards Canada. Amazing. So, so whoever comes back and wants to bring back some uh, some quality beer, just stick the exit. Amazing. And we're right there. And you're open now, right? Uh, we're going to open end of January. End of January. So, because right, yeah. right now we're uh, still on the uh, uh, crowdfunding campaign. Yes, the so Indiegogo. Yes. We're still doing the Indiegogo campaign. Uh, so we don't have any inventory as we speak. Okay. Uh, the but inventory... you're still able to put these together. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, we're we're the the first box is still set, so we're we're still we're already partnered with um, over like uh, we have about fifty breweries right now that uh, are involved in that, that are involved in the project. Over. Yeah, because you're going to be changing it regularly, so every month. Every month we need four new breweries. Clients are going to be getting new stuff. That's awesome. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so as as the time as time goes, uh, we're we're going to uh, replenish the. Uh, the store and have more and more variety as time goes. Course, yeah. Why? Um, why the states? Like, why not? Being that you guys, all three, you and the, the partners, um, are all clearly from Quebec. Like, why is it that you guys decided to do this in America? And how were you able to do that? Being I'm not from Canada, and I've dealt with all sorts of garbage with immigration and, and problems. I can only imagine how hard that would be in business. Well, the first the first thing is is the, the law. Okay. So in with Quebec the SAQ here, yeah, specifically yeah. here. Uh, you're not allowed to sell alcohol online, ship alcohol. Really? Uh, yeah. Damn. So, so these these two things just just this the alone uh, like disqualifies Quebec disqualifies the whole the whole the whole project. Right. Uh, does this, the SAQ? Sorry to interrupt. Does the SAQ control the depeners? So I know there's the SAQ, the liquor store, but is do they control beer for depeners, or is that another body? Like, how do you? Um, that's a good question. I would say that my my knowledge about the. Uh, ABC of alcohol laws are way more uh, uh, profound in the states now than they are bits, right? yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in Quebec. Fair enough. It's a so side question. Yeah. I, I, I know a lot about the import-export of products yep. uh, between the states and Quebec. As far as uh, who controls the uh, the beer and the dip and areas, I'm not. I'm I'm really not sure about that one. No problem. So do you have an American partner? 
Or are you able to, as Canadians, just to go and start a business in the States because you're investing a certain amount no, of capital? No, we do, we do have an American partner who lives in uh, New York, New York City. Okay, so you would have to... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... I just, I just thought, because I know I have a business and my girlfriend's Canadian, so we have to have a Canadian to be the most 51% of the business. That was like the... Yeah, the so that's of, that's one of the part uh, that was the most difficult. To figure uh, out that American. Well, figure out, first of all, how to start the business in the States, and second of all... Uh, know what kind of license you need right uh, yeah I can imagine to operate a business like this because uh, it might be easier in New York uh, to open uh, that kind of, of, of shop but it's still a, a, a pain in the ass yeah totally uh, so uh, we went through I would say about six to eight months of research uh, uh, before we decided to hire a lawyer uh, right. to, to do all the research for us and all the Paperwork right? needed, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and then it was uh, just a, uh, a question of waiting, waiting okay. for the licenses, right? Because uh, in the states you have the federal license and the state license, right? So uh, it's two separate, it's two separate things. Uh, it can take up to eight months to get the from license? the time that you apply for it till the time that you get it. Wow! Uh, so we were lucky; it, would, it was it went quite fast. Uh, our original launch date was uh, about this time of year, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gives you an idea of, of how long it's of what we went through, yeah. <laughs> Man, bureaucracy is a headache. So before we get into the pack, because I'm actually really keen to, to start talking about the beers. So how did you guys and you know the, the, all your partners, how did that come about? Like, is there like a, an interesting story? Like, what's the, like, how did you guys get from being in Quebec to being like, hey, I want to do this business in the States? And, uh, well, we, we went on a road trip uh, in, uh, when we started in uh, Detroit and ended up in uh, Iowa. Nice. Uh, so a random spur of the moment. Yeah, a random, random road trip. Were you guys involved in the craft beer industry in Quebec or at no, all? Not no, not at all. Um, cool. So you did so Detroit, great place. For well, I mean, we were involved in the drinking, not, <laughs> not in the distribution, real, guys. Not in the distribution or retail or anything. Uh, so we went on a road trip, uh, visited about twenty breweries on the way. Sick. And 20. came back and and said, "There's there's some potential here. There's right. something to do." Um, so we started research there, and 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 then today we have this uh, this great business. Amazing. So, and from what you did tell me, the breweries that you've chosen were specifically selected because they're maybe what one would call like a neighborhood brewery in the sense of they not they don't have wide distribution outside of their city. Is that correct? that's right? Yeah. So there's there's a couple of uh, criteria to be featured in the, in the box. Okay. Uh, one of them being. Uh, you have to be uh, an independent okay. uh, microbrewery. So, of course, they're not owned by uh, by one of, or Sad Miller. Yeah, yep. exactly. Uh, the other uh, criteria is uh, the, the the volume of your production. Okay. So you can be an independent brewery, but still brew. Uh, like Samuel Adams is independent, but they technically, brew, yeah, I think they're like, like that pushing it, like yeah. at the top top end. Yeah. But they they brew ten million barrels a year, which is so, a ton. That that's not interesting for us. Right. Uh, the other criteria is uh, the, their distribution circle. Okay. So since we're trying to bring beers to people that wouldn't usually have it, we're trying to uh, uh, um, feature breweries that uh, are not distributed outside of the states where they're produced. Right. Or let's say the neighboring states. Gotcha. So so it was local those distribution network. Local distribution network. Uh, so if you have someone in. Uh, in California or in Oregon mm-hmm. or in New York, uh, you don't want them to have a beer in, in the case that they can actually buy at the grocery store. Of course. 
so the whole point is that when you get your case, they're all beers that you could never buy elsewhere than the brewery itself, the state where it's produced, yep. or us. Right. So that's, that's the awesome. whole, you know. Okay. And, and so speaking, you went on the road trip, so you guys are really like, I saw on the Indiegogo video, you guys had the car. I believe you got the car just for this business. Like you bought the car and plastered the logo on the side. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, the, it's, it's good visibility. Of course it's So great, yeah. we got a couple of, uh, of Instagram messages and people uh, uh, sending us messages on Facebook just saying, yeah, I saw you guys on the road. That's, that sounds awesome. like a cool project and everything. That's sick. So, yeah, we we'll go around. So uh, it's, all, it's all around, as in like, it's not like there's a truck shipping it to, I mean, eventually, maybe to the, to the bottle shop, the liquor store in, um, in New York, but you're going, you know, like you physically go to these places and that's sort yeah. of like, this is really, this is as craft as it gets. Like you guys are jumping in the car and filling up the trunk with cases of beer just for this right now is that correct well for the for the the demos and the samples and the events that we make right now that's how we do it right so we go from from brewery to brewery uh and we just uh we just come back with some beer uh, when the the club is going to i mean after the indiegogo campaign and when the website is going to be launched uh we have a, a transport company that is going to take care of all perfect uh, the beer moving um, it makes more sense. I was going to say, this probably wouldn't be feasible in the long term to do all yeah, this I mean, there's miles. Like. Well, especially with the quantity. I mean, yeah. with, the, the, with the, the number of clients that we're aiming, uh, it, would take us like a, it would take us a truck, actually. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. So it, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool way to start, though. But really, for, really for now, awesome. for now it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's Alex and I, and we're Jumping getting the in, car. And so the... We did the, the, the Midwest road trip, yep. which, which took us from Detroit to Iowa, coming back through uh, South Illinois, Indianapolis, nice. uh, Columbus, uh, Buffalo, and then back to uh, upstate New York. Mm-hmm. And the second road trip was um, the, where did we go? We went, we did the East Coast actually. Uh, so like just down like Philly and oh no you said you, you did. Went, yeah you went to Philly yeah well I went to Philly a couple of times uh, so we went to uh, <clears throat> through Boston Philly nice. Baltimore Washington uh, and a couple of, of suburbs and, and neighboring towns right um, and the last road trip which is the one that was uh, filmed the, the, yeah, yep so we had the film crew with us so we can all of this was unscripted. Just, uh, just pure, go, right? just pure uh, uh, videos, uh, and this one took us from uh, upstate New York all the way down to Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, up to Kentucky, Jeez. Uh, back to Indiana, uh, Indianapolis, and then through Pittsburgh and back to New York, where we had an event Crazy. in uh, June, wow. uh, where we had about 200 people uh, on the rooftop terrace just tasting all the beers that we gathered around the trip. Up, huh? So you got beers from all of those states, generally? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so well, even in this case, when we'll get to this, uh, you'll see that there's, there's beers from pretty much everywhere. I was going to say, when taking a look earlier, like I didn't recognize any of them, and that is a good thing. It is. Well, that's the whole, that's that's the whole point. That's yeah. right? And that's why it was intriguing to me, because you know, as, as a lot of us like, in the craft beer community, part of it is like half the fun is getting your hands on these beers that you can't normally get. And I always have these Americans hit me up, like, yo, you wanna do trades? I'm like, I've tried before with friends and Canadian customs is not having it. Like I had a friend in uh, Minneapolis who got a warning letter from customs 
like saying don't do this again type of thing so it's yeah, it's super, like yeah I feel like America has a much better system with sharing beers you see on Instagram people do the beer mail all the time I'm so jealous I'm like I can't participate in that like but the same token it forces you to go do it but you know if you live in Portland Oregon you can't exactly get down to Columbus Ohio really easily it's probably thousands of miles to, yeah. to do that so this is kind of the solution to get it fresh from breweries that you would actually have to go to the it is because the brewers themselves don't have the license uh, to direct ship right to customers so this is where um, you guys come in you're able exactly. to do that because of the reason so we store. gather them all the same in the same box and ship and them out to the customers up. yeah that's awesome I think we should open it let's take a look check out the hat as well the hats for the contest they're going to be in our uh, Instagram contest so check that out I'm pretty sure this will come out before then let's take a look so I love this as well. You got the stamp here. Yeah, every box and is going to be signed by the person who uh, who packed them, who assembled it. It's um, very, uh, in a good way, very hipster. I like it. Like yeah, it's, it's a little, it's, it's, it's a personal detail, touch, right? and yeah, I think that's super dope. That's, it's the whole, it's the whole, it's the whole point. It's, I mean, it's it's the whole goal of Brewster Club. It's the it's the personal touch. It's the it's the the, the more uh, uh, um, I'd say the the yeah, well, the personal touch. Yeah. It's is it is it feasible to continue to do this once once the production? I guess it is because literally the humans going to pack it still, so it's just quickly yep. sign that. Yeah, yeah, we're, it's going cool. to be uh, whether we have uh, uh, two hundred boxes or five thousand, they're all they're all going to be signed, Perfect. all of them, hand stamped and everything. That's uh, that's a promise. Yeah, I love that. On the oath. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it here, guys. You saw it here. So this looks sexy to me right here. Let's let's talk through some of the breweries here. So let's start with these guys. Uh, Sawworks. Sawworks, yeah. So this is a small brewery out of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Tennessee, damn. That's uh, some stuff we would never get. So this is a brewery that was established in an old uh, sawmill. Okay. Uh, so the the Hence setting the is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they their product are pretty awesome. They they just uh, they just released a new uh, uh, black IPA that's called uh, Baby Got Black, <laughs> uh, which I, I actually like. Uh, and uh, no, we don't we don't have it yet because uh, well, they just released it. Yeah, they just released it to keep an eye out um, for that. And you have this uh, easy, no easy day IPA. That's that's M two. So each each row is a is a brewery. Oh, I see. Perfect. Uh, so this one here, they actually each case sold uh, money goes to a veteran organization in the states. Right. Uh, so so you can drink beer and help veterans at the same time Amazing. so it's a win-win win-win so this is an ipa you got a rocky hop ipa yeah with this, uh this has one this one is uh more uh has an orange little uh orange flavor okay uh nice like stone then, fruit yeah well the the american hop. ipas are very fruity usually oh, i love them yeah uh, about it you smell it as soon as you open it uh it's these all look fantastic. I like their branding. This is cool, man. Knoxville, well, Tennessee is not like known for beer or anything. Th this is another thing with uh, American microbreweries. Right. Most of them who can, uh, they they really put an effort in the branding. Right. Uh, is is so, there a reason, sorry to cut you off, is there a reason you guys chose cans over bottles? Because it looks like it's exclusively cans, I guess it's like a practicality. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's the, the fact that it's shipped by mail. Yeah, because uh, way more packaging if you had to. Yeah, the weight as well. Uh, the the shelf life of uh, of, of a canned beer is is, is uh, higher than uh, a bottle, okay. um, and the, the the single can is actually uh, the the five hundred mil can is yep. lighter okay. than the three forty one bottle. Eh? Ah. 
So in terms of shipping, that's how we can lower the price and get uh, get this at the lowest price we can. Amazing. And do you, is this exactly how it comes? Like this it's gets exactly. boxed? Is there any shipping around? I guess I'm just curious. It's probably irrelevant, but is there like, do you have to pack it? Full well, stuff or it's the, pretty these, safe? these boxes are going to be shipped in the uh, really? black shipping box. A uh, black shipping oh, right. uh, bag, I'm sorry. Nice. Uh, with uh, the logo on it. Nice. Okay, uh, so it comes as a so that So that the whole box stays together. Yep. Uh, and the box kind doesn't get extra reinforcement. And, yeah. yeah, and there's also the fact that UPS or FedEx or all Just these shipping. They, they, stuff. They, and they have a tendency to put stickers and things all over the box. Yeah, you don't want to so miss. So it, it actually ruins the. I mean, we, we, we put a lot of, of attention on the design of the box yeah, and the, the printing. I really like so we didn't it. want to ruin it. Uh, so at the same time, it's 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 more secure, and it, it keeps the integrity of the the uh, like your, your the, vision, the, the, the beauty of the box. Yeah, yeah. No, I really like the branding is like on point. Like you guys, that's another thing that kind of like the more I looked into it, the more I could tell how much work you guys put in because you know, we're well, in marketing and I know how much like it just doesn't just come together. That's like, 2016. And it's a mar- you gotta step up. Huh? Branding is, is, is the number one. Uh, it's the number one game. Yeah, like it or not. Uh, some people don't really like it in beer. We've come across this. We talk this about about it on the podcast often because it drives me crazy that some beer writers are a bit pretentious about that, and they're really you know because craft beer is all about the community and about like what's in the can, and I get it, and it really is. But at the end of the day, like it's not just this small circle of like beer geeks like us. Like there's people who are new to it who who like will go to the SAQ or Depano or a liquor store in the states or the LCBO in Toronto and literally pick a beer because of what it looks like yeah and you know at the end like you can't like deny that and there's people who would now are going to go and choose like a different beer instead of Coors and that's a beautiful thing and I feel like people are getting I've seen personally like people get mad about stuff like that and they get it caught up so you know I feel like they're the ones going to be left behind if you're really thinking like that like mate it's not it's not how yeah, it is. Well, it's I mean, grow, so. it's, it's the same with every, I mean, whatever product you sell, your branding is, is your name, it's, yeah. your, it's your identity. Totally. So if you don't want to sell beer because you have principles that <laughs> are against uh, uh, branding, I mean, that's sure, but nothing you, know, you can do about it, but it's at the end of the day, you're not going to sell your beer and they will. And they exactly right. I, and I they tend see. to go with some... some Oh, that's why I love like this one here. Like, yeah, let's talk you know, about like some more album? funky labels and more. Who are these guys? In, uh, this is 450 North. So it's, these guys are out of uh, Columbus. Columbus, but Columbus, Indiana. Uh, Indiana yeah, oh. it's uh, it it's a small town uh, oh, about an hour south of Indianapolis. Right, it's, it's attached to a winery. It is, yeah. Uh, they just had uh, this past October. They had a. Uh, um, uh, uh, a maze fest, uh, a maze beer fest, beer fest actually. Maze. What? What's yeah, that? a maze. Oh, a maze. Yeah, like a corn maze. The... Sick. So <laughs> you drinking beer, walking, getting lost in the corn. Yeah. <laughs> so they had some little little spots with uh, with tents, and uh, I think they had like uh, twenty five to thirty breweries. Um, That's in amazing. That, in that corn uh, corn maze. Man, is uh, it is it like a really small country town? Oh, it is. Yeah. That that brewery is in the middle of uh, cornfields. Right. Uh, but they, these are the nicest guys uh, yeah. in the world, yeah. So you've got a... Uh, so shout out to Bradley. He's shout outs for 450 North. 450 North, yeah. So they've got, we've got this one, we've got the Copperhead Amber, and this gorgeous... That's a Galaxy Fest, so that's an IPA. Hell yeah, using Galaxy Hops, I assume? Yeah. Hell yeah, Australian. They're, uh, they overtake the beer a lot. I, was, uh, I read recently that Galaxy Hops are generally single hops. 
because if you chuck Galaxy in with something else, they're going to dominate. So there's no point to yeah. just like single hop them. That's awesome. This that's a great uh, great looking can. What do you think about the? Um, I like these. I've, I've heard someone uh, recently. These are all of that almost. The wrap. I like the the, the cling wrap. I saw some um, people like not like like speak down about them. Uh, I can't remember where I saw it, but I thought some people being like, "Oh, you should start printing on the can to some brewery." And I was like. I well, because like the, 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 the big uh, thing in the States right now is that if you want to buy printed cans, uh, you got to make sure that you have, the, 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 first of all, the space to uh, store them. Because there's a minimum quantity of, I think, 24 pallets that's a lot. that you get to order. That's a lot. So that's a lot of space. Yeah. Uh, and also, the other thing is uh, uh, the, the breweries that don't have canning lines... Uh, right. You don't see this here, but in the states, a lot of them use mobile canners. Mobile canners. Yeah, so it's like they just bring they, it in. They come in. They, they 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 have their equipment. Yeah. They they can your your batch of beer. And, uh, they they go. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry, guys. We're in a working brewery right now, so <laughs> things happen. Um, so yeah. So awesome. most most of them, you're gonna see the shrink wrap. And, and uh, is that the reason? Because they can actually get it in smaller. Uh, they can get them in smaller batches, uh, and they don't have to buy uh, a ton of. Kind of cans that are just like sitting there. Sitting yeah, I like that. Uh, I think I think they look really sharp, man. So you have you have the shrink wraps, uh, the the printed, the, the laser printing. Yes. And you also have the which you're. Uh, I think the gluten. Uh, this is printed. Printed, on. printed but yeah, printed on the uh, for example, Indiana City, uh, they use uh, stickers. I've seen those so, ones too, where they like you can they just kind of come under the rim there. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes like like the Crusher, like Alchemist. It, exactly. Thank yeah. you very much as well, Crusher. Yeah, you understand how much that made my day. Amazing. Um, who are these guys? Flat 12? Flat 12, yeah. So these guys are out of uh, Indianapolis. Uh, they're, uh, I would say, I would, I would call in uh, Flat 12 a small brewery, but a big player. Right. Because they're, they're still considered a microbrewery, but they're very involved in uh, everything that has to do with sports. Right. Uh, as you can tell, Flat 12 is... Is, is the term for uh, I haven't heard that uh, uh, when you do the, uh, the quarter mile oh uh, 12 minutes yeah. ah, that's sec- cool the 12 seconds 12 seconds yeah. oh quarter mile that makes sense oh, that's like a 100 uh, meter sprint honestly I, I I say that I'm not sure that's why they call it that so but to right. me that's what makes sense yeah. uh, so they have uh, involvements in all the sports uh, sporting events right uh, in Indy for example the, the Colts Oh, right. uh, so they they Are brew they at the stadium and stuff. Or? Yeah, yeah, they, really? they actually brew special batches for uh, for, for games. For eh? some games. You were telling me that. Oh, well, yeah, the deflator. Yeah. Yeah, the so, def- so they were playing the uh, Colts versus the Colts versus Patriots, right. and they had the the whole deflate gate. Yes. Uh, so they made a a, a uh, vehicle the deflator. The deflator, yeah. So yeah, so uh, I love with a, a little PSI on it. <laughs> uh, and genius. they actually do beers as well for uh, the Indy Five Hundred. Right. Uh, yeah, which is in Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. So they sell their their beers in uh, in stadiums. Amazing. Uh, so they have uh, they have a good presence in in Indianapolis, but they're right. still a local brewery. Right. Um, so they're one of so, the larger plays in their market. Yeah. Okay. And this one we have a, a Blondale and an IPA. That's right. So you have the the uh, half cycle IPA and the double uh, the upside down blonde. Amazing. Uh, I like the packaging too. Simple, straightforward, but I really like brand. That's why I like Gutenberg. Like when I went to the uh, beverage warehouse in uh, Vermont. Well, they're 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 getting uh, closer to the American model of, of yeah, branding. Yeah, like you have like six, seven, eight beers, and they're all exactly the same, just different colors. Yeah, and 
this is the same thing, like very slight. Clearly, like there's you know, differences there, but like you see these bad guys on the shelf, and there'll probably be like half a dozen different colors and stuff, and it, it definitely. It, and they, again, they, they also do right. bombers, and they they do like special batches as well. Amazing. Uh, so yeah, very great brewery. Uh, okay. If you go to Indianapolis, that's that's the one. That's a stop for sure. So we got Knoxville, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus, Indiana. Yep. And the uh, third, sorry, the fourth brewery in the Bombsia. This guy, yeah. This is the Brewers Art. The Brewers Art. So where so are they from? The Brewers Art is a Baltimore-based brewery. Baltimore. Cool. Yep. Uh, they're a restaurant also. Okay. And uh, they have a, a very nice bar. Uh, if you happen to be in Baltimore, it's this is this is uh, a must as well. The the uh, the interior design of their uh, I think they're twenty. It's they just celebrated their twenty. 20th anniversary. Okay. So they're, they're 20 years, eh? Okay. Yeah. These guys are OGs. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, very nice, very nice people as well. Okay. Uh, these are some of the best rated beers that we've uh, encountered from on Rate Beer. Really? Eh? Yeah. Oh, from this brewery or period? Or no, from all the beers that we encountered. They've tried out. Okay. Yeah. It says Pottstown, uh PA, which is Pennsylvania, I think. Uh, the, I think they have another can. There, but they're based in Baltimore. They're based in Baltimore. Kind of like Oscar yeah. Blues have a North Carolina yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Colorado. All right, so we have a, uh, a saison, chop tank saison. We have a resurrection. What is this one? The resurrection ale. Oh, it says ale. Seven percent. So it's a big guy, and a golden ale, Beasley golden ale. And the actual seven point three for a golden ale. That's like yeah. ballsy. The actual uh, and all of these are, are available in bombers as well. As well, um, and these were the best of the brewery that you felt is that how you choose the beers like you you were like all right i've tried 12 of their beers these are the three that i want to include like how do you choose uh, the i mean there's there's two ways that we go uh, around this uh, this this issue um we like to uh, uh give a platform to the brewers okay so i'll see let them so we're going to let them propose uh the products that they've they 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 feel is the most fit for the the period of the of the year. Okay. So if they if they just released a new uh, seasonal beer and they want to promote it, then they chuck that in. I mean, That's they cool. they might want to have that one instead of one of their uh, uh, regulars. Range. Yeah. So that's one way. The other way is, I mean, if the beer is not good, we're not gonna. Of course not. Yeah. So you guys actually so at the end of the day, even if the brewery is like, oh, I want this one, you could be like, sorry guys, we're yeah. not feeling it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at, at the end of the day, because I, I, I can't judge by only uh, my tastes. Right. So we usually have uh, tasting events and scorecards. Oh, right. So what we do is uh, we gather a bunch of beer uh, and we have a tasting event. So we bring some friends and, and uh, we have a little uh, you have party. Here? In the States or here? Or? Uh, well, we, have, we had one in New York, like I said uh, earlier. And we had uh, two uh, in, in Montreal. Sick. Um, so let me know if you're doing them again. I'll be yeah, of course, of course. In that, mate, that sounds awesome. Uh, so you, we actually gather all the cards from the people because uh, kind of at the end of the day, day that's when that's when you want to get. You don't want to get the the, the, the kind of syrup that's, that's tasting it and and and, and rating like, it and looking at the color and, and the, the the color on it and everything. So you want to you want to get the the general public feeling about the beer because that's yeah. that's who's going to buy it at the end of the day. Totally, um, that's a good point. So then with these packs, I'm just looking at it now as a, as a whole, are you guys selecting them? Because this looks like it's a pretty well-rounded selection. There's, you know, there's an IPA, a brown, 
like like a hoppier IPA, a general one, another IPA. And we might, we, we just might replace this one with a black IPA. This guy? Yeah. Okay. So are you are you trying to, you know, because you've got an ale, a saison, a, a golden ale, uh, amber, are, are you trying to sort of put, like, the only thing that's kind of missing from here would be a porter or a stout, I would say. Yeah. Are, are you trying to actively um, present it a, yeah, mix it up? Or is it kind we of try, just like, well, th- that's, this seems IPA so, heavy, which is my thing, I'm this perfect Well, it's, me, it's like, very American as well. Yeah. Uh, we, would, we would never uh, uh, do mixes uh, that have to do with regions. Okay. For, for a simple region that we don't want someone from that region to get a a box with beers filled with stuff from that stuff region. from that region. So, so the the way that we that we choose the beers. So, we we would go by by seasons. So, okay. so it's usually seasonal. Right. So like uh, fall, you get the pumpkins and, and yeah, exactly. That. We try not to go too funky in the in the fruity and uh, the sours. sour and the, well. I feel like it, it depends because the sours are getting get more and more attention. Yeah. There. Uh, America, I like, noticed sour and gozes. Are probably yeah. like the hot and double IPAs, of course, but like that's the hot beer there. Where I think Canada's kind of more like IPAs in general are kind of popping. Yeah, like, yeah. As a whole, the public hasn't moved towards that, so America's the most advanced. I don't know. That's what I've seen anyway. Yeah, well, the sours, uh, especially in the, I would say in the 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 like North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, and that that region, uh, they're very very uh, heavy on the, on the sours. Really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm not a person. I'm not a big fan. Okay. Uh, but it's it's getting attention. It's getting. Uh, I wouldn't have thought that that area. I don't know. I guess I don't know much about it, but I just wouldn't have really picked that they would be like. I thought the West Coast, because they kind of like extremes. I feel like sour. They're kind of extreme beers for the most part. Like you said, like you take it or leave it. I really like them. It took me a while. I hated them for the longest time. So I feel like this. Ooh, man. Who knows? Who would have thought? Well, just like the ghosty, it's 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 a taste that I mean. Like it's very salty, light. Yeah, I mean, light, you, salty at fruit. first it, it, it tastes like 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 juice. It does, yeah. It's very it's very light in your mouth. It's not the the CO two level is very low. Yep. Um, so and it's that that salt, like it's got yeah. that saltiness that like general like one that we consider a sour doesn't have. They're very interesting style, but they grow on you, I find. But interesting. Okay. So yeah, so this this box was like I said, we we went through uh, months and months of of uh, waiting and paperwork for the license. Right. But before we had the license, we already uh, had our first box ready. Right. Um, so this is this is going to be shipped out in January. Okay. So I wouldn't call this really a seasonal no, package for, seasonal. for January. Right. Which is going to be different for the the other ones. Right. Because uh, now we no. know when the like, what's necessary for that. Season. Exactly. Because uh, we had we had to secure the first month, whether or not we were launching in uh, August or September or January or yeah, right. Um, so, so this is not. I mean, it's a good example of the kind of variety you're gonna get okay. uh, from 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 beers. It's not a good example of what you're gonna get in terms of styles of beer for that specific season. Okay. And you mentioned about regional. So, say if there's uh, a customer in whatever Columbus, Ohio. And they order, and they have, like, would you exclude, like, you'd be like, okay, look at all the states around Ohio, and be like, any beers from there, we can't do it. Like, do you customize that pack for that customer? Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, in Because, in, like, if they're there, you know what I'm saying? But or if they're in Indianapolis, and there's breweries from Indianapolis, are you going to be like, well, they can get flat 12 
everywhere. So what's the point in sending them those? Do you swap them out for that one? Like how does that, how do you manage Yeah, that? I, don't, I don't know what you're saying, but uh, logistically speaking, it's not. It's too difficult, uh, it would right? be it would be a nightmare. Yeah. At the at the, I mean, maybe when you're starting out, it yeah. could be okay. But I mean, once you get once once everything is is, uh, is in place and uh, uh, established, like a, a better system of uh, 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 selection and everything, uh, maybe we could uh, try to uh, uh, um, isolate certain uh, regions and say, okay, people from the, that regions, we're going to swap out. The flat twelve for a beer from North Carolina. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that might be an option. Uh, as of as of today, we're not we're not doing not it. That. Uh, we're taking the chance that I mean, our our base is going to be the New York City area, uh, the the big the big centers. So like Chicago, New York City, uh, and most of the breweries that we're uh, featuring are usually not from big cities. Gotcha. So and that's the point. In in, in this case here, uh, you get flat twelves from in, Indianapolis mm -hmm. uh, and Baltimore, but I mean Knoxville is not much of a big city. It's no, it's tiny. Uh, it's kind of far and, from there too, right? Like it's kind of like removed from these yeah, regions. Yeah, it's actually right in between uh, Asheville, which is North Carolina. Uh, yeah, Asheville another like king. Uh, reading uh, about it's, it. Yeah, it's a did big you, beer hub. Did you go there? Yeah, we did. How was it? It was great. Yeah, yeah. I keep I keep hearing that the weather's good. And the, uh, it's kind of like Montreal in the sense, like, I can't think of the word, like, like left, like liberal, like not like hippie for well, that it, other thing. Really good with food and beer and wine. And it is a very liberal, a liberal bubble inside, in, in a, very inside a very conservative yeah. uh, area. Right. So, so they do have the, the more like hipster restaurants and a lot, of, mi a lot of microbreweries. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the city stuff. that has the most microbreweries per capita uh, in, in the States, States yeah. yeah. I read something the other day that was comparing Astro. It said it was the new, and I, like, like the new color at Denver, or the new San Diego or something like that. It called it something like absurd. I was like, damn, is that real? Like, I really want to get down there now because I, I feel like it just keeps coming. Oh, it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Have you guys going to be featuring any? Uh, yeah, we have uh, from Asheville, we got the uh, Green Men. Uh, High Wire. Uh, who else? There's Asheville Brewing Company. Um, I could actually. I have my. Uh, I, uh, I have a pad with all the business all cards all from every breweries that we uh, that we visited. Amazing. Uh, but that's just like yeah, just a couple of, of, of the the ones that we visited. Okay. Uh, there's 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 a ton over there. So. That's sick. Uh, it's just that that we we now we're now we're down to the ones that cans. Uh, so there's of course, there's some yeah, breweries that they do just bottles only, right? Yeah. Exactly, but it's I mean that it's it's the next it's the next step for most of the breweries. Right. It's, it's switching from the from the bottles to the cans. Even if I take the um, mobile one for now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Can um, can this is a stupid question maybe, but say if uh, someone like for Canadians because like a lot of our audience is here in in Montreal and Toronto, but we do have a lot in the states. If Say someone like us would like drive down to Plattsburgh. I told Scott just before, I'm like, yo, I mean, these guys, he already knew who you were, but I was like, yo, they got the store in Plattsburgh. That'd be cool for a fun vlog, like a field trip. Um, if we went down to the to the store, could we pick up one of these? Like, is or is this a strict mail order? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because like you guys will have stuff in the store that would blow our minds anyway, just because it's in America. But if with two questions and can I pick up the Brewster Club box second question can I buy these individually from your store uh, first question uh, mm -hmm. the answer is yes okay 
you can pick it up from uh, from the store. Fantastic. Uh, if you order it. Oh, okay. So you so can so order it on the website online. and instead of getting it shipped, you can you just get, make you get the pickup option. So, so you can for, make a monthly trip down to Plattsburgh, whatever. Yeah, or for, for everyone, anyone that's that's in the area. Oh, um, that's cool. So that way you save on the save shipping, shipping price right? as well. That's uh, cool. That's smart. So you get the sh- you get the shipping, the the uh, the the office shipping. Yep. Where you save the uh, the three dollars that they charge you for the residential shipping. Really. So if you ship straight Shady. to your office, right. you save it's a little easier. bit of money. Interesting. Or else you get the pickup option. Okay. Uh, so you can pick it up straight at the uh, the warehouse. That's fantastic. Uh, and the second question is also uh, a yes. Okay. So all the beers that we're gonna feature, uh, we're gonna keep, we're gonna uh, we always order more. Than that we need, so that we can have some uh, some stuck on the shelves nice. uh, in the stores. Then it's a question of which product works better than others. In question okay. of reordering re- products, so you'll be like forever um, evolving based on yeah. feedback from customers. And so if there's a beer that doesn't work really well and doesn't sell, we're not going to reorder it. Of course. So you're uh, going to base potentially the box sets on what sells in the store because you're actually getting that real time uh, the other way around so we're, we're okay. gonna we're gonna base the store the retail online. store and yeah. the, the online retail based on what works in the case right okay um, so even if they get this shipped and then they're in the area and they go oh, I really want this IPA they can come back and likely get this from from the store but they can also order it online so you got yep. actually three ways to get this one exactly. beer potentially it, but it all it all uh, ships from the same place Right, so, so it's all centralized. Yeah, I mean, we ship from the warehouse, and the retail store is in the warehouse. Right. So the warehouse in the video. Yep. Yep. That was like big. Yeah, it What's changed the, a lot since, uh, since, since the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can imagine. What's the name of the store? I meant to ask you. Uh, it's Brewster. Oh, it's just called Brewster. Yep. Sick. Because we run under the same license. Right. So it's so all the same, same name. It's and... the same name. It, it has. It has to be the same entity. Right. Um, so, so it's, nice still, it's still Brewster, yeah. Can't get it confused. That's fantastic, man. This is really good. So we're going to do a, uh, a separate video, like I was saying. Scotty and I are going to go through all these. It's going to be a, a long afternoon, but... A fun afternoon. A fun afternoon. <laughs> we do it for you guys. So we have a section of the podcast uh, where we have a lightning round to ask some kind of uh, quick questions. It can be cool. lengthy answers. Yep. It's always a bit of fun to switch it up. So, what beer would be your guilty pleasure beer? So, a beer that you'd be embarrassed to admit to your friends that you like. Pabst. You like PBR? Yeah. Shame on you. Shame on me. <laughs> hey, it's a Montreal. It's thing, a camping. Think, right? It's a camping beer. A camping beer. Yeah, camping Even beer. Even though you guys are doing this, would you still buy it today? Like, if you guys were going on camping this weekend, would you go and buy a case of Pabst? No. Good man. Good no. man. I, still, haven't, I haven't. I haven't buy any. Like Macro uh, for a long time. Any beers. Uh, actually, I haven't bought any beers. I guess not. You <laughs> since, since, since we started yourself. the business, so no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it today. Fair call. Um, what beer would you decline under any circumstance? So if you're at a house party and someone's like, "Hey, man, you want, want a beer?" and you're like, oh, "Take a water." Uh, say that again. So, man. what beer would you decline under any circumstance? Oh, what beer would decline? So, if I went to your house, you're like, "Hey, man, do you want a PBI?" I'd be like, "No, thank you, sir." I uh, Bud Light Lim. Bud Light Lim. Yeah. <laughs> No way. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's a bad beer. Or uh, maybe Alberta's Best. Alberta's Best? Alberta's Best. That's, never, oh yeah, it's the worst beer it's in the trash. world. trash. You agree? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> it is trash. Okay, so on a positive tip, what would be your desert island beer? So if you could drink one beer forever, what would that be? 
Um, it would be either the Son of War from of War. Indiana City. All right, going fancy. Just uh, blonde, uh, easy drinking, uh, very fruity. There's, uh, it's a summer beer. Okay. So Desert Island. Desert Island, perfect. And the other one would be there's there's two there's the I, I mentioned it to you before the uh, uh, funnel cake. Yes, from the Forget the Boardwalk in um, New in Jersey. Jersey, Cheerio, New Jersey. All right. Uh, shout out to Nick over there. Shout out to Nick. Uh, so Same. they have this uh, this uh, they call it uh, the Boardwalk Ale. Yep. So it's a uh, it's a uh, it's an ale with a, a taste of vanilla. Mm-hmm. A very subtle, but very good taste, and it's not—it's not artificial. It's real like those seeds. Vanilla buds. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it's a nitro beer, so nitro. When is you get on, on tap, when, so they don't have nitro in the can. Not in the can, no. It's too no. expensive. Do you, are you guys gonna stock uh, left-hand nitro stout? If we're gonna stock them, yeah. I tried to get it when I went to Vermont. I was so upset because I just—I keep reading about that one. I just—you can't really get nitro beers here. I just want to do that when you pour the like right in. I yeah, think. all you get is Guinness. Yeah, but Guinness sucks. Yeah, I just, I just want that one. I'm like, well, I, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stack every like as much whatever as whatever is the demand. You're gonna, gonna have it. it. Okay. So if you want it, I'll give. I'm get saying, it. I'm gonna give you a list. Like, trust me. Like, where is Plattsburgh from here? How far is it? Uh, from let's say let's say you cross the bridge. Yeah. From, from across the bridge, it's uh, the warehouse is about 45 minutes, depending on the border. Is that okay? So I've. I haven't been able to leave Canada for like three years and I only got my visa recently so I've been like liberated. <laughs> so we went straight to Burlington like three days later and went to Stowe and all that. Yeah. But So it's basically right across the, the other Champlain diagonal the Lake. other way. Right. Okay. It's, 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 uh, so it's like going to Burlington, Burlington you kind of like don't divert off. Yeah, and it's, it's closer to the border than Burlington. Oh, okay. So once you cross the border, yeah, you, like, you drive about, the warehouse is about 15 minutes, Plattsburgh is about 20. So you're like, that's awesome. Okay, so how long since we left Montreal? You're talking like an hour. With the border, about an hour, yeah. Amazing. All right, so let's close it's, by. It's, I so mean, we'll, some people we'll drive long, like longer just to go to work. Yeah, totally. In the morning, yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Um, what would be a favorite style of beer, like all-time favorite style? I would say uh, maybe I have two different different styles of beer. Okay, that's fair. Uh, that would be like, they wouldn't be the styles I would drink 10 of them. Right. But yes. if I have like uh, one beer, it would be uh, a vanilla stout. Hell yeah, great choice. Vanilla stout and uh, white IPAs. Yes, great answer. White IPAs are probably the best. Have yeah. you ever had um, Electric Unicorn from Phillips in Vancouver? Mate. If you get your hands on I'm it, I'm not like familiar they, with uh, the Canadian microbreweries at all. Uh, okay. I would have to get my knowledge. It's uh, to be honest, I get it from because we go to Toronto every month. So I usually get. I'll come back. I'm, I'm unfortunately not as well versed on the Quebec beers because you can only get Quebec beers here. So I we we're in Toronto all the time. So I'll come back with a, a big box of stuff because they yeah. got the American stuff and they got the Canadian things, and I just always get stuff from there. So the LCBO in Ontario have. A bit more imports from other provinces, whereas here is literally nothing except the Bose and uh, Mill Street because of Lebanon. Which is actually distributed out of here. Bose is distributed Bose, yeah. out of here, exactly right, which is Bose are phenomenal anyway. It took them forever to even get in Quebec, so it makes me very happy that yeah. they're around. 
But um, yeah, Phillips are phenomenal. They re- they only I've only had like three or four of their beers. They very rarely get them, but they had a white IPA. I swear, I've never had anything like it. I haven't had as many because I feel like it's one of the only ones they make in Canada. But you don't find like you you're gonna you're gonna find for example vanilla stout. They're super rare. You're not gonna find them here. Or vanilla porters too. Vanilla porters, yeah. Same thing, yeah. There was one I had from Michigan. I think it was called Atwater Brewery. Atwater Java Porter, vanilla. Java there's a Porter, there's a new yeah. trend. I don't know if it's, if it's gonna pick up, but they're they're making now uh, hot peppers. Hot peppers. I had one last like, night. Like uh, uh, there's that brewery in uh, in Maryland called Red Shedman. Okay. Uh, they make actually the best uh, vanilla porter. Nice. It's it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I have one in my fridge right now. <laughs> Thinking about uh, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they released. Uh, uh, it's called the Lunatic Fringe, so it's it's a habanero beer. Damn, that sounds dangerous. Well, it's it's it, it tastes a bit like these uh, like these spicy ginger ale, you know. Okay. Yeah, the little after like yeah, the Tabasco the aftertaste, yeah. and I think it's interesting. They're it's, interesting. I wouldn't drink them a ton. I no, was with. But um, they're 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 fun. They're fun to, to, to test though. They're fun to try out. They are. I like trying all the different stuff. Like I wouldn't have them often. I had a, a Chipotle stuff, Brasso de Mon last night. Oh, Chipotle! That's Chipotle. Was, it wasn't that intense. I've had way worse. I had one from um, I think it's called Ilkley Brewery in England. It's like from the LCBO, and it was a Chipotle stout, and it was just burnt your face off. Like it just became uncomfortable, and I just wanted to drink it as fast as I can <laughs> to get it done with. Not that it was a great stout, but the I like hot food, but the hot liquid is. It's just a strange uh, combination. Well, if, if you like, if you like uh, rare beers or like special brews, yes, there's uh, Peace Tree Brewery. Peace Tree. Peace okay. Tree. Like Pe- the, the, the the tree piece. Oh, um, Peach Tree. No, Peace. Peace Tree. Peace Tree. Yeah, from? they're from uh, I would say somewhere in Iowa. Iowa. Uh, right, Iowa. right on the on the border with uh, Illinois. Okay. Uh, and they do these uh, little 12 ounces bottles. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Uh, and there's one of their beers that is a, I can't remember the solid beer, but they use uh, rosebud, rosebuds. Nice. And I mean, it was, the taste was, it sounds like a girly beer. Never. N- not to be sexist. Nothing wrong with girly beers. Uh, but it was really good. Yeah. It was surprisingly good. And all of their beers have that little. Something they all have a little about touch about them that it's that you don't like see another. They just expanded. They just opened a, a huge tap room. Are they going to be part of the packs? They only do bottles for now, so unfortunately they they're not going to be. They're ex- excluded. That sucks. Yeah. Good good reason to get out to Iowa because there's probably not much else going on there, right? No, no but they got good. Don't hate them, Midwest. Yeah. Midwest has for, so far they have the best breweries. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the what, what's considered the Midwest? Uh, so I, know, I know Illinois. Michigan, well, maybe not even Michigan. I guess the Midwest would end uh, at the 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 front the 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 border between Colorado and I think oh, uh, Oregon, uh, Kansas, no. or oh that side. Okay. Yeah. Good. So up is uh, is the Grand Lakes, mm-hmm. uh, all the way down to South uh, Illinois, South uh, Ohio, right, and about. All the way east, Detroit, maybe not Detroit. Maybe Chicago would be. Yeah, I I yeah, maybe Michigan is not in it. Interesting. It's such a strange thing to call it the Midwest, just the middle of the country. It's yeah. just a strange name. It always throws you off. Um, the, yeah. 
trying to think, well, I got a bunch of different questions trying to think here. Uh, do you have a favorite new beer trend that you're seeing, like something that you really like that is picking up? Uh, I, there's a, I wouldn't call it a trend yet, but Flat 12 released uh, this year a, a seasonal beer, which was called, the, it was a Russian stout. Okay. And it was an eight ounce can. Right. Because it was like Tiny. a 12% alcohol beer. So it's, instead of selling them in 16 ounces and get people drunk after one beer, they sold so them in they were like a Red Bull type of, uh, like the, like the uh, six point, no? No, they were actually the exact same uh, uh, height, uh, grit than these. Oh, wow. But they were just smaller. Even smaller than these guys, right? These are 12. These are so 12, so they were eight, so they were like this. Oh, like those mini Coke cans and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So they started canning in those, which I, I found very, very interesting. Oh. Uh, other than that, uh, I would say the, 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 the mobile canning is a, is a trend right now right. in the States. Definitely uh, never heard of that. That's fantastic. Instead of investing in a, in a canning line, uh, they use the space like, for other things. Uh, like renting like, it, really, right? Yeah. Uh, the only thing is that it, the cost of your, of your beer, uh, I think it's to uh, can a beer with a mobile canner, it costs you about 70 cents per can. Right, which is probably... That's without the, the beer. beer in it. So, I mean, you do cut your margins. Uh, so you probably do smaller runs and charge more? Like yeah, well, I, th I think it's more like a, it's a, it's a, it's a starter option. Okay. Or they do like so, the specialty beers like that. Yeah. Uh, or you do, like when you're starting a brewery and you don't want to invest in a canning line. That's Because these things run close, they can run close to a million dollars. Really, yeah? Uh, depending on how many heads you have and... Interesting. Italian products. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's the other benefit of like contract brewing. Because yeah. then you contract brew, you're renting these bad boys and you're also renting the, the canning line, bottling line, all that stuff so you don't really have to deal with it. But if you've got your own facility and you want to expand it to canning but don't want to drop the mill, yeah. I didn't know it was a million dollars. Like, that was crazy. Well, starting a brewery is expensive. People don't imagine. understand how these things cost. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Uh, these are, are pretty. These aren't even really that big, I guess, in consider. There's just a lot of them, though. I feel like these guys have, they're not huge, but they're more, because Gutenberg do have quite a large range as well. And yeah, they're yeah. be specific here because they do have the, the gluten free requirement and they've got different. And did you know that they actually sell 50% of their product in the States? Really? 50%? Yeah. So it's I'm 50. Surprised. America's really obsessed. That's probably another trend, actually, the gluten free stuff. Like, yeah as a whole not even just in beer uh, I can see them definitely being uh, a lot more popular it is a, it is a really hipster a hipster thing hipster yeah. thing I, yeah. Aussie, I got an Aussie mate who lives <laughs> in the States and married an American chick and he was always just like sending me these ridiculous he sent me this photo it was like um, you know like genderless organic gingerbread figures as opposed to gingerbread men like yeah. genderless I'm like really like vegan ones and stuff it just seemed like there was like a great example of just like organic how, yeah, how PC. The, the, word, the word organic. Organic what is, is key. Like, I do like Well, I guess these days it's, it's kind of hard. Like, what does it mean? Like, is yeah. it certified or you just throw it on? Uh, but it, but I it, think it, these guys are organic, aren't they? Or they just... Uh, Probably. I mean, everything you use that, that, that comes out of the soil is organic. Well... Yeah, I see what, if you're, I see going what you're saying. Going the sense of the word, yeah. I think it's just more like I, probably the most, there's, more there's difference between GMO. Uh, bio and like and non-GMO. Yeah. yeah, I think that's uh, the main difference. Though. Um, I was going to ask you: Did you have any issues ever with finding a brewery? Did you ever go to breweries that you were like, aside from the maybe not? That's a bit loud, eh? Aside from them not producing cans, 
you ever had any issues with um, just a brewery that didn't fit for any reason or is it pretty much everywhere you go because I've experienced everyone in craft beer like 99.9% of people have been awesome across the board uh, you mean like if uh, not a fit in terms of like the maybe, personality yeah, clashing or, or yeah personality clash or just any other reason well we've had we've, we've met with some breweries I won't name any names uh, don't yeah but names. we've met some breweries that were very uh, I would say protective of their their product okay so that they they required that their product was at a certain temperature all the time okay uh Specific. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to do that when you're. Shipping, it is, right? and it, and honestly, like scientifically speaking, I'm not a scientist, but I spoke with some some very uh, um, informed people on the subject, uh, and it doesn't. I it mean, doesn't make a difference. It's not. It's not the the temperature that it gets. It's how long you keep it at. A certain temperature that's going to make a difference right. in the beer. So if you have a beer uh, like like a very hoppy IPA, and you want to ship it by mail, and it, it's it's a week or two weeks uh, on the shelf at room temperature, mm -hmm. it's not going to make a difference. Right. But we we've had brewers that were like, no, my beer is always at uh, fifteen degrees, like and yeah, and they were very difficult on the. Or very picky on the on how the beer was trans transported and it had to be refrigerated uh, always in, in in the fridge. Uh, so that I would say that 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 has been the only problem that we encountered with, uh, with some brewers. Which the funny thing is that uh, the first thing we did after visiting that specific brewery is we went to the the first grocery store and his beer was on the shelves, just on a standard room yeah. temperature shelf. So I mean, you do all the, all this process to keep your beer cold all the time. You you pay more to get your beers on the in the fridge at your at a supermarket at, or well at, at your uh, distributor's warehouse. Oh, because you yeah, got to pay course, for they're sitting just like on pallets on a on a shelf, and this is not yeah. refrigerated. So they keep it in in, in refrigerators at the warehouse at the brewery. Mm -hmm. Then they they pay more to buy space on the shelves of their yeah. distributor. And then the distributor sells it to the uh, uh, Hannaford or whatever the, right. and then they just put it on the shelf. So in the end, it's sitting on the shelf. So you're only really going to be able to control that unless they're selling it from so their you, own exactly. or whatever. So I mean, it's the same with us. It's going to be refrigerated up, up until we we get it. And right. Then we once we get it, we don't hold on to it. We ship it right away. Right. And whatever we keep uh, in the store. Cool. Is refrigerated. So is the entire store going to be refrigerated? Or are you going to have shelves? Uh, we have shelves. How, uh, do you, how do you determine that? Then? Like, how do you determine what goes in the fridge and what goes on the shelf? Is it by like, okay, well, you know, double IPAs are super hopped, which means they've got somewhat of a natural preservative, so they're good. Or is it like, how, do, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, we, we pretty much go with what the brewers Set. are suggesting because so they like, know their you, product better than we do so there's no premium um, to pay to put it in a fridge or nothing no 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 no. we're not going to like I mean it's a liquor our, store it's not like our, a supermarket where there's like yeah I mean our goal is is, is, is to sell the, the freshest beer possible whatever it takes of course uh, we're not going to charge a premium for a, for a fridge space yeah because <laughs> they're just going to say fuck off yeah fair enough too yeah it uh, doesn't really seem like too practical I never really thought about that though 
So um, yeah, man, this is great. So I'm looking forward to going through this uh, this whole box. Where can people find you guys online? What's the best place? Uh, as we speak today, it's on Indiegogo. Okay. So you can either uh, search uh, Brewster Club on Indiegogo and you're going to find our campaign. That's okay. where you can uh, get the product. Yep. When does uh, that end? I'm sorry? When does that campaign end? Uh, December 2nd. Okay, so this should be out before that. Should be. Even if it's not, where else can they find you? Uh, they so can find website? us at brewsterclub.com. Brewsterclub, not the, just brewsterclub.com? Brewsterclub.com, yeah, all in one word. Yep. Uh, you're going to find a link as well for the Indiegogo campaign over on there. there. Fantastic. Uh, um, on Instagram, yep. Brewster underscore club. Same as, and Twitter is Club Brewster. Club Brewster. Uh, and and Facebook? on Facebook is just Brewster Club. Perfect. So facebook.com slash Brewster Club. Amazing. So people should head um, up, connect with you guys, see what's going on. See yep. if you are I mean, in Canada. Connect because you can join this club if you're in Canada. You just got to go down to Plattsburgh. Yeah. And you know what? Why not? Because you get this little bad boy and then you can go and pick yourself up some uh, some other good stuff. We're going to have plenty of that. Are you going to be able to get um, Alchemist stuff? Like you're going to be able to store that or is that like one of those like, there's probably like crazy rules? About well, it depends. It depends uh, if they're, because they're not distributing outside of, outside of Vermont oh really because um, I thought Plats because Plats yeah, I think, so close I think they yeah but they're they just built a uh, I don't know if you went to their latest they, the they just built a, like a huge oh yeah a huge uh, the brewery with, uh, the one in Stowe yeah. yeah oh my god uh, they, check the vlog check the vlog they now produce uh, 18,000 barrels a year it's a lot so but they still sell out like that yeah and they still have limits you can only buy like 8 cans of Heady they, have, they, and they actually have this uh this fridge, uh, and there's a, this big uh, uh, roller thing yep. that goes in the back, and it's just always pouring, just pushing stuff through, pouring yeah. 24 packs, <laughs> and there's a line of people, and they're, they're just leaving. When we went, there was nobody. We were so lucky, like there was. No, uh, same with us. When you same day, yeah. so just midweek, probably just luck. I was there like on a Tuesday afternoon, and uh, was no I thought guns. I thought there was going to be a lineup because that's usually when they. they Release, I think they release their product on Tuesdays and Wednesday, uh, Thursdays. That's why um, we went on Wednesday and there was stuff, but then Crusher, they only had it there and they were releasing it on the Tuesday. And we were leaving on Friday, but we got everything else. It's just they, I thought we would have had to go to this beverage warehouse place and you had to go at like 10 a.m. on Thursday morning. And Scott went, that's how we got it the first time. He, he waited with like a hundred other people in the line at this bloody liquor store. At 10 a.m. on a Friday morning or Thursday morning, just to get. Oh yeah, people people will go there and and you see them leaving with like four 24 packs of. Oh, they beer. really? They wouldn't let you take that many though. I think that's there's uh there's you have to bring a bunch of people with you because it's like per, like even like, yeah even, there's well I think it's one one case per tile per person or something like that. Yeah. Because when we went to the same place to get the Lawson's Sip of Sunshine, have you had that? The double IPA, no. the yellow can. It's worth it. People kept telling us about it. I don't think they, it. they had it when I was there. I th it's only Fridays at 10 a.m. And we were leaving on the Friday morning and we heard about it from everywhere else. I thought it was easy to get. I didn't know it was that hard. So we went in and you could only get eight per person. Every single person in the store. I only just got four because whatever. But like everyone had eight of those. Plus like they had a 650 of another Chinook IPA and stuff like that. Like, well, they have, the, they have the, the, the best marketing uh, plan. For sure. Which it's is genius. A few create demand. Ones, create demand, create demand, it, and, and then everyone buys their other stuff. The day they're they're gonna, uh, which probably never gonna happen, but the day they're gonna start 
expa- like expanding like across production? the country. Oh yeah, and and starting uh, selling in other states, uh, the buzz is gonna yeah go down. I don't know if they're gonna do that. I read an article. I don't about well, it the that's, other day. that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're gonna do it. Maybe they will with their other beers, but say this the special ones, no chance. Yeah. There's no way. I feel like Alchemist they treat all of their beers like that. Where say Lawson's, they've got the it's called like a session sip of sunshine or something like that. That one is available everywhere at any time. Whereas the IPA, the double IPA, that one is when you have to only go to the brewery or go to the, the, the liquor store and you're limited to what you can take. Yeah. So I think that uh, the article was basically saying, say like Three Floyds and that Dark Lord, the stout, that's the one where people literally camp overnight for. But you can get all their other stuff. I think they're in Indiana too. But you can get all their other stuff in a lot of places. But that one beer, so as long as there's one mythical beer. So it's a, a, a limited release and... That's it. Like get all you know, the beer nerds excited, which is, I get it. I don't know if I personally wouldn't camp out for... I wouldn't. I mean, I love I mean, it. I mean, yeah. uh, it's, it's not worth it. It's just a beer. You're not just going to drink it. Like There's so many good beers out there. You don't need to yeah. camp out. <laughs> Sometimes it's cool. Like I'd like to try them just to say, because I keep hearing the hype. And it's like nice to just be able to see, like, uh, I don't know, to be able to try and be like, oh, like, oh, there's nothing to write home about. Yeah. Or all the other way around. Oh I mean, God, I was, I was so excited good. the first time that I had a heady topper. Because I've heard were, so much about it. But you didn't, weren't really feeling it, eh? I, 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 no. No? I've had some, some better IPAs than, well, it's, it's from a, that. There's a daisy cutter from, uh, uh, what are they called? Daisy cutter. Kind of Daisy Cutter. It's yeah. it's from Chicago. It's uh, half acre. Half acre. Okay. Half acre. It's called Daisy Cutter. It's and that it's, one's awesome. it's one of the best IPAs I've had in my life. Hmm. Uh, them and uh, um, the Daredevil. Daredevil from uh, actually the brewery is called Daredevil. Right. And the beer is called. Uh, yeah, I remember. Daredevil, Daisy Cutter. Remember those. Daredevil is, uh, is a brewery out of uh, Indianapolis as well. Okay. Uh, so it's good to look out for them. And then, have you yeah. had Pliny the Elder? Which one? Pliny the Elder, Russian River. Uh, no. That's the other one with the myth around it. I haven't tried it. Scott tried it, said it wasn't that good. Um, I just want to try it because I'm desperate to try it. I, I did not yet camp out for a beer. So well, man, I'm probably with you. I don't think I will. I like the idea of being able to do it. I don't like the idea of sleeping outside in the cold. Maybe it's California, like, might be fun. Yeah. Fun for a story. Yeah, Vermont or... <laughs> yeah, when it's like over this side, you know, anywhere past October, like, no, it's not happening. It's not worth it. There's other beers. I'm sure there's ways to get it. And you can you can get, you're going to get more beer now because of this. Exactly. You can just so why camp out? Ahead. Why camp out? Why camp out? We can get some beers that nobody else can get. So I'm saying, this is, uh, this is what it's all about. So, Julian, man, thank you for joining me, man. Really Thanks appreciate it. Thanks for having it. me. Absolute pleasure. Really looking forward to this. So we'll get to that soon. And uh, check them out online, guys. Cheers.